Do you have kids? Do you work with kids? Do you hire kids? Do you teach kids? This is all about Generation Z on episode 62 of season two of the Teacher Answers podcast. Welcome home, my friends, to the Teacher Answers podcast, the show where I take high school students' questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 28-year veteran high school teacher and the examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore what high, why high school students do what they do. Generation Z, this is the words of students. This is their words. So... On Career Tree Tuesday, a time where, you know, teachers talk with students for a few minutes um, about success and life after high school. It's important that teachers understand who they're teaching, right? Um, I mean, if I had, you know, I've interviewed several people on the Where Are They Now series. You can find that at tapodcast.net. Just type in or search for Where Are They Now um, and you'll see it. You'll find it. Trust me. Those are former students that I've had. It's like walking into a time machine and going back to the 90s, to the 2000s, so on. Well, those people are different than what we have now. You know, what we have now is um, a new generation called Generation Z. Generation Z. And we're going to talk all about it. I I asked the students um, during this time, it's block of time I have although it's small what their strengths and weaknesses what they thought they were alright and I did it in seven periods and I had a pretty good list and there were lots of repeating things so um, I compiled that in a list and I'm going to give it to you so that you can get to know them so we're going to talk by the way this podcast is fueled by Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Slightly overrated. Tim Hortons. Yep. Coming out soon is the Christmas blend from Starbucks. Just saying. Just saying. That is the stuff right there. Now, let's look at the strengths first. I've got 10 strengths and 16 weaknesses. Actually, 17 weaknesses. Um, and this is not my words. This is not YouTube's words. This isn't TED Talks words. These are the words of high school teenagers right now. Listen to this. I said to him, I'm like, you know, and, and I mean this. I, I think the, the crop of uh, students I have right now are some of the best I've ever had. Um, they're certainly different than the millennials or the um, maybe when I first started the Gen Xers. Um, and they are, they're different, uh, but they're super easy to teach and, you know, there's some tricks to it and we had to, you have to kind of evolve how you present stuff to them. But man, I, I, I like probably, I don't hate to say I like these guys the best. Um, but as the years keep going, I think I'm getting better at my job, but I really like these Gen Z years. So what are, what are their strengths? They said the first thing, overwhelming answer was their knowledge of technology. That's true. That's true. You take any kid today that's growing up, they don't know what a dumb phone is, a dumb cell phone. You know what I mean? Like you, they've been able to FaceTime 
people since they can remember having a cell phone. The iPhone came out when they were very, very little. Okay. So they're, they're used to having, um, pads and screens and phones and stuff. So anything involving me teaching them technology, take, take the calculator, right? We use TI-84s. Yeah. With, with a Gen Zer, do you know how easy that is to teach? You know, it's like hit the second button, second this and all that. And, and if I, t if I tried to teach that to a bunch of Gen Xers, they'd be like second button. Where's the first button? You know, that kind of stuff. Where is there a manual to this? People my age want a manual. <laughs> These people don't know what a manual is, right? No, uh, their knowledge of tech. They don't, they, they've never had, um, a lack of internet the the information has been flowing since day one for these guys um they said they can learn fast if they try uh because everything is at their fingertips so if i said um check out uh this concept right they could, you know, it's not like you need two sources. That used to be two sources or three sources for a research paper it used to be extremely scary. You know, you're talking two different types of encyclopedias back in the day. Now it's like, how, how many hundreds of sources do we need for this? You know, there's so much information, so much that they can, they can learn anything pretty quickly. Key word there. If they try, you know? What, what makes a, what makes a student, I was telling them this actually, um, today, today being Tuesday, today I'm recording this. I said, you know, um, getting teenagers today to do stuff in class and not fight you on it is, is, is easy. In my opinion, well, all you got to do is show them why you're doing it the meaning behind why it's important and, and get them to want to do it. You know, if, if you can get them to want to do it, they'll do anything, anything, you know, they won't fight you on it. That's the key. You, you can't approach it today. Like shut up and do this paper. Here's a packet. You can't do that. You can't. Right. Yeah. So, um, except they, they said they're accepting of things, not in the normal, not in the norm and of other people's diversities. Uh, yes, that is true. That is true. Accepting of other people's diversities and beliefs and things like that. They, uh, th this generation today's 16 year old, 18 year old way 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 more accepting of um other you know other people let's just leave it at diversity so this is leave it in general you know um i think older people who are like <gasps> you know like that they're like oh like you know uh, today it's like whatever you know that that's true they are accepting of other people's diversities. Now, do they still bully and make fun? Yeah. Yeah. That, by the way, bullying 
and running on each other, that kind of stuff. Now, I don't think that's ever going to change. It just kind of evolves into something different. Whereas for me, it was physical and now it's more mental. Um, I think uh, this is actual number four on the strengths. What they said was they said that they were more open to who they really are. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that's because people are more accepting of each other. Um, that people feel like they can be more open to who they really are. And isn't that a good thing? You know, isn't that a good thing? That's a really good thing. So, um, that is, you know, comfortable. And again, I'm not going to get into the different things. Like, I I don't want to go there so much, but, but let it be known that if you are older say like my age i'm 50 if you're older and maybe you're a little out of touch like you don't hang out with teenagers you know or or work with them or whatever and you've just never been around teenagers so much they're extremely accepting of each other you know um number five probably the fifth most said thing on the strengths i may break the weaknesses down and do another episode to be honest with you um because I'm only halfway through this and the weaknesses are a lot and I've got a lot to say about it Um, because I think they were kind of hard on themselves a little bit. Um, They said multitaskers. They said we we were multitaskers. I just watched a YouTube video um, that was praising today's Gen Zers about how they multitask so well. Okay. Um, That video, by the way, had like 6 million views. All right. So people accept that as the gospel truth. Well, if you get in a classroom, you'll realize that students aren't very good at it. Okay. Multitasking. What, what they do is get distracted constantly. They live in a world of constant distraction. That's the truth. It's just constant, 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 constant distraction. Not being able to hyper focus on any one task. That's that. I'm not saying that's a weakness, but I think saying that being able to multitask is a great strength is uh, maybe a little uh, delusional, in my opinion. Now, do Gen Zers multitask constantly? Yeah. 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 Are they more productive because of it? I don't think so. I don't. I, I, I'm. I, I, the research is out there. You know, it's still all the same brain. <laughs> the brain can focus on one thing. You can task switch. That's what that's called. Task switching. Um, when you're going from one thing at a time, like you're, you're cruising on the social media and you're watching a Twitch gamer stream and you're trying to do your homework. Okay. So what you're doing is about a third of all that. And you're kind of missing this and you're missing that. And you're really not paying attention to your homework at all. That, that's just the facts. That's the truth. Okay, swallow it all the way down. If you want to get better at your homework, shut everything off and monotask it. That, that's just the truth. But but yes, Gen Zers can multitask. Okay, they can. Now, they, they can do four things at the same time, but not very good. You see, they're going to be missing something. Um, 
just like anybody else. It's nothing against their generation. It's just there's so much to do with the cell phone that it allows you to multitask, you know. Um, number six, they said that um, they were, oh, how do I even say this? The person said less brutal to each other. In other words, more sensitive to other people's needs. Okay. So, you know, you're not going to hear a whole lot of comments like, you know, you're blank. You know, I, again, I want to keep this podcast rated G. Okay. G. Um, and I certainly don't want to offend and all that stuff. It, you know, this is important that this comes out, you know, even so you understand. But but less brutal. They, they, what they mean was they don't say you're, you know, and they just don't come out and get right in your face and, and be critical with each other. They're more sensitive to that. So they kind of leave each other alone when it comes to like diversities and stuff. Number seven, they said they're good communicators. Now, this is true. In fact, I may put that one toward the top of that list. Maybe number two after, um, well, besides knowledge of tech, but, but, uh, good communicators. Now I'm going to talk about this. Some of the weaknesses too. Um, so strengths of Gen Z will be this episode. The next one will be weaknesses of Gen Z. Got to stay tuned for that. Okay. It's a big deal. It's a big deal, but I don't want to make this episode 40 minutes long. I really don't. I like to keep it around 20 or less. Um, if you want something broadcasted around the school, you know, like if you're running a club and you're trying to make announcements on the PA system, that's not the way to do it anymore. You know, that they send it out through the phones, remind that kind of stuff immediately communicating back and forth. Okay. Um, yeah, they're good communicators. Like if some drama happened in some first period class or I don't know, over the weekend or somebody, some big thing happened, there's a good chance within 10 or 15 minutes, all of them would know. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. That is way different than when it, you know, when I was a kid or even, even 15 years ago when students I've interviewed were in school, you know, that's, that's way different. So they communicate, but they communicate with written, usually written. So it's not so much. It could be maybe on video, but face to face, not so much. It's more, more written communication. So it's very sterile, um, nonverbal type communication. So with that, I would say I would give them the nod of being good communicators. At least speed wise, they can get back to you. They're what I call back pockets. Most kids are back pockets. A back pocket is like, you know, their phone is in like a holster, like a Western for like, and it's like they're responding back in the holster. Yeah. The eighth thing they said more worldly than Gen X. Is that true? Are they more worldly than me? At least at that age. Are you kidding me? Of course they are. Of course they are. We didn't have that information. Back in my day, you know, we didn't have that. Um, so, of course, they're more aware. They're connected. They, you know, people broadcast their lives now on multiple platforms. 
multiple platforms. They're, they're inside their own house. Complete strangers. That's their movie stars. Do you understand that? Hey, hey, old people. Linda, put the vacuum cleaner down. Linda, put it down. Do you understand that? Th th these kids don't watch TV. And they don't go to the movies. Now, they may see the big blockbuster. They may see the big blockbuster here and there. Marvel movie, something like that. Their movie stars are TikTokers. They're YouTubers. They're Twitch streamers. That's their celebrities. Can you can you wrap your head around that? They, they don't know who Al Pacino is. Tom Hanks, maybe. Maybe. Music people, probably not. You know, they've heard of ACDC, but they don't they don't know who you know, it, it's like that's what they watch. They're 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 not watching network TV. They're not watching for the most part, you know, the shows like at eight o'clock on TV. They're, they're not watching that. A lot of them don't even watch sports. You know, they're watching people and in, in their houses doing things. That's what they're watching. And with that comes all kinds of people, right? And so they're exposed to a lot of different lifestyles and different things and therefore probably and from all around the world so of course they're more worldly they're more worldly um number nine i'm gonna put i'm gonna leave the best for last it may not be the greatest strength but it's it's certainly amazing so um creative creative with content so they you know some a lot of them said that they're you know you can you can be really creative with the stuff you put on the internet. And, and that's what, um, it's not what a teenager's life revolves around, but it's a big part of it. You know, there's their presence online or whatever you want to call it, that kind of stuff. And they can be creative with that. Um, but, but my favorite strength and thank goodness for it is their flexibility with learning. You know, we, we just went through a pandemic where they had to completely flip flop a traditional and so did teachers um they had to flip-flop how they learn from maybe completely online watching videos of teachers doing stuff and trying to get it and helping each other via however they did it with you know facetime or um zoom or google meet or however they were doing it but but yeah being able to be flexible with learning is really something that i know we wouldn't have got through this as well as we did um, if it wasn't for Gen Z's creative and flexible brain, you know? Um, so I'm very thankful for that. So that would be the um, strengths of a Gen Z. And and trust me, th these are good people. Don't, don't think that it's like, these are a bunch of entitled kids. No, not so much. They're very interested in money. They're very interested in, in making money and retiring and how that all works you know it's this is but you know there are a bunch of weaknesses again in their words not mine in their words and that's more important than you know listening to someone that uh claims to be a master at everything at generations and not that they aren't but it's just neat to hear it out of their mouths so that would be the strengths of Gen Z. 
Uh, we're at the 20 minute mark. Remember to five star review my podcast on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing if you could do that. I would love that. Um, and most importantly, and I keep meaning to say this at the top of the thing when I start recording, most importantly, tell somebody about it. You know, if you're in school right now, tell, tell one of your classmates about it. It's like, hey, you got to find that person that's into kind of bettering themselves, you know, working on it actively. And if they're into audio um, podcasts and stuff like that, tell them about the show. It's short. It's bite size. It's something you could listen to on the bus the way to school. Um, there's a hundred and this will be 122nd episode. Um, so we're up to 61 episodes in season two. Um, I am planning a season three next year. Usually start that at the beginning of the calendar year. So, um, but I just appreciate you listening and then I never, ever, ever take it for granted. This show remains ad free and you know, that's meaningful work on my end. And that's why I find happiness in it. And that's why I have, um, the desire to keep going. So, all right, that's it. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you very soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacheranswers. Answers.